0: Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery. I'm your host, Melanie Borbo, formerly Melanie Kinch, and it is my deepest passion to create in you the desire to be the queen of your home and life once again. If you're tired of the weight loss struggle, you know, gaining it, losing it, gaining it, losing it, and you're just sick to death of the thought of another diet, but you want to regain that confidence, you want to feel your best, then you've come to the right place. I can help you, I've got all kinds of strategies and simple tricks and and tips to help you regain that confidence, get the body back that you want, have more energy, and truly become the queen of every area of your home and life. I'm here to help, so stay tuned. Hey, 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 happy Wednesday. Well, it is like the middle of the week and I hope you've had a fabulous week. You know, yesterday I was listening to somebody talk about, um, your thoughts and something he said really jumped out at me. He said, um, Oh, how did he say it again? He said the, the, the thoughts you think the most or, or no, 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 no. The thoughts you think, I think it is the thoughts you think the most become the most ingrained in you. And he was talking about how you have to guard your thoughts. And, you know, I've practiced this for for a long, long time, guarding my thoughts, because the Bible tells us to guard our thoughts, right? It says, take all thoughts captive to the obedience to Christ. We have the power to take our thoughts captive. So we don't have to let thoughts rule us. Um, and, And this is something... You know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine last night, and we were talking about thoughts, and and it hit me that that maybe it's new, it's new, a new idea for someone to think that their their thoughts don't have to, you know, or or that they don't have to let their thoughts just roll as they go. Because some people say that, oh, it's just a thought, just let it roll in your head, just. But you can't, you can't just let your thoughts do whatever they want to do because our thoughts. <laughs> really like, have you ever, have you ever paid attention and thought, why was I thinking that that was the silliest thing I've ever heard? See our, our thoughts are things and our thoughts create actions in us, right? They create emotions in us. And then that creates us to take action good or bad. And so anyway, I was, I was thinking about this, you know, this whole taking your thoughts captive thing. And I just think, you know, this is such a huge topic for weight loss. Because how many times when, you know, when we've failed at yet another diet and we've gained the weight back that we lost, or we give up too soon and we don't actually lose the weight. How many times do we beat ourselves up in our mind? Oh, you're so stupid. You're so this, you're never going to lose weight. Why do we even try? You know, you're useless. You're worthless. How many times do you hear those thoughts roll through your head? Or I can never lose weight. This is just the way I'm going to be forever. These types of thoughts along with many others, um, are, are the reason that you can't lose weight. And you know, what was really awesome is I just flipped open this magazine today and I was, cause I was thinking about, you know, what I wanted, how I wanted to talk about this whole weight or, or like thoughts and your, and your mind, what is, what do your thoughts have to do with your weight loss? And I opened up this article and it says, take a weight off your mind. That's what it's called. And there's six, six different points that this author, her name's Sarah Rowe, um, says about this whole thought, take, you know, thoughts and weight loss. So let's go through some of these because I think this is really vitally important. And the reason I think this is important, not only just you know, from my own experience, but I watch people, you know, people that I coach or friends that I have, or just people that I am listening to talking like at the, at the grocery store or, um, and they self-sabotage a lot with the words that they speak. Well, where do the words come from? The words come from the thoughts that we think, and we have control over those thoughts. You know, so many times we think that we, we, we can't control our emotions. We can't control our actions, but we actually can. And we can control the thoughts that control those actions and those emotions. So here's a couple, here's six points that she want that this, this lady, this author went through. Um, and I just thought, wow, this is perfect. It's perfect timing. So I want to share this with you. So number one is get to the root of your eating habits. So are you an emotional eater? Do you use food as reward or, or to, or to cope with stress? sadness or frustration do negative thoughts cause you to reach for junk food did you grow up in a household of overeaters being aware being aware of why you eat the way you do can help you find healthier ways to cope with life's up and downs this is really huge because um a few years back oh it must have been 5 or 6 years ago i did a i did a complete 7-day fast i had no food for 7 days and I did it more for spiritual reasons. I didn't do it for weight loss because it's not a very good weight loss plan, let me tell you. You'll gain it all back. But um, I did it for, you know, I just wanted to get closer to God and I just wanted to... Um, anyway, I had, lots of, I had lots of spiritual reasons as to why I did that. And I wouldn't recommend that to just anybody because you have to be ready to do that. But um, what I learned in that fast was that I was using healthy food. It was healthy. I was still making healthy choices. However, I was using food as, as a, as a crutch, as a reward, as a, you know, if I was lonely, if I was bored, if I was, um, upset, I would use food. And, and what I realized in that fast is that it doesn't matter if you're using healthy food or unhealthy food. It's still the reason behind why I was using that food for, for what I was needing. So if you think that you are the one who is, you know, you'll grab food when you're sad, you'll grab food when you're upset, you'll, you'll eat when you're bored. Um, you want to find out why you want to dig in. What is the reason, right? And then you want to, there's other ways to handle that stuff. You know, like now I've learned that when I get stressed or if I get upset, I go for a walk. That was something that, I just, I started to do, and then I realized, oh my goodness, that gives me way more pleasure. And I feel so much better than if I eat, even if I was eating healthy food, right? It's still the same. So there's other, there's other ways you can listen to classical music that'll help you get rid of that stuff. You can journal, some people journal. I like to write a gratitude journal, not a journal about all my problems, but I journal about all the good things that are happening in my life. Um, there's all kinds of things, ways to deal with those types of Emotions rather than eating, okay, so that was number one number two is change your view of food as the enemy ha that 's kind of interesting, and again, I have coached many women who say, "Oh, you know if I could just if I could just not eat that food, oh that food that that chocolate gets me every time and it 's like when we think about food as our enemy, we don 't digest it the same as if we were filled with gratitude when we ate it. We, we prayed over our food. We blessed it. Um, you know, and we knew that we had chosen healthy choices. So now the food, this is fuel for us when we make healthy choices and we put healthy food into our body, it's fuel, right? So what if you think about it as not your enemy? What about, what if you think about food as a fuel that, that fuels your, your entire life, your, your dreams, your goals, your, Um, your family time, everything, right? Food can be used as a tool. It should be used as a tool, it's not an enemy. So, number three, she says, change how you perceive yourself and your physical body. So poor self-esteem and body image can actually make it more difficult to lose weight. Now, this lady Laura Fenimore, she's a weight release coach who lost a hundred pounds, says, It's only when you choose to love yourself and deal with the mental and emotional reasons behind weight gain that you will see real lasting results in your physical appearance. You must remove the shackles of indecision and self-abuse that allowed excessive weight gain to happen in the first place. Whoa. Hey, so back to the thoughts, back to what are we telling, who, what are we telling ourselves, who we are, what we are, what our worth is, what our value is. So if you start hearing yourself say that you're worthless or that you're, you know, you're just, you're just stupid because you can't do this. Or you you know, those are, those are lies, those are lies and we lie to ourselves all the time. We just don't, we just don't classify it as a lie, but we do. We truly do. So I want you to start to listen to the thoughts that you're telling yourself about yourself. What are you saying? When, when you look in the mirror, what are you saying to, to yourself about yourself? What are you saying to other people about yourself? Right? You got to change that. It's got to be more positive. You know? Okay. So you got 20 pounds to lose. You know what? I love myself because I am trying, I'm, I'm working towards this 20 pound weight loss. And I'm excited about those changes that I'm making. Do You see, you can use, you can just flip the flip the switch, so to speak on the language that you're speaking and, and change it. Yeah. You don't have to lie to yourself in the, in the other direction saying, Oh my goodness, I'm so awesome. I'm perfect. My body's perfect. And I love me. You don't have to go there, but, but give yourself like celebrate those, those, those wins right? Those little sprouts. I don't know if you remember, I talked about sprouts in another podcast about, you know, your garden, your garden. If you were to grow a garden or to grow flowers, it all starts with little sprouts. And you have to, you have to nurture those little sprouts. You have to protect them from wind and rain and from the birds eating them, right? You have to protect them because if you just go in and stomp all over them or rip them out, they're never ever going to, you're never going to get a harvest. What's well, the same thing with our thoughts and the same thing that with the little wins that we have in our life, we have to nurture those little tiny things, right? When we go for a walk, instead of sitting on the couch, that's a win. When we eat an apple instead of a donut, that's a win. When we get our eight to 10 glasses of water in a day, that's a win, right? And you got to celebrate, like, I am so excited. I'm doing this. I am doing this. Okay. Number four, she says, start replacing negative thoughts and messages with positive ones. So very similar to what I was just talking about, but she says using affirmations such as I love and respect my body, even before you completely believe they're true, can start to shift the way you think about yourself. And again, you know, you want to, you want to not necessarily lie to yourself. I'm not a big, you know, affirmation, you know, you know, the ones that I'm, I'm wealthy beyond measure and I can have it whatever I want and blah, blah, blah. You know, those ones that are a blatant lie, you know, those things or I'm I'm a perfect size and I love my body. I don't really like those that much because I think I think our brains are smarter than that. But what I do what I do want you to do is change. So if you if you're always saying to yourself, "Oh, I just I'm just fat and I never can I never can lose weight." I want you to change it to something like, "I'm so excited to be making these positive changes to to reach the goals. You know, the weight loss goals or the health goals or the money goals or the whatever, right? You see, you're not completely lying to yourself, but you're making it positive. You're changing it. So that's what I'm talking about. Not so much those, you know, you pick an affirmation, you know, these people write these books on affirmations and you just pick them and you speak them over yourself. I'm not a big believer in that. I like, I want you to take your words and put a positive spin on them. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Number five is don't do it alone. A strong support system is crucial to rebuilding your mental relationship with food. You might want to seek out the services of a professional, such as a weight loss coach, personal trainer, nutritionist, or counselor who can help you identify and work through your attitudes and baggage surrounding food and your body image and finding other people, the tribe, you know, that tribe of people that are, that are like-minded and on the same path as you, um, surround yourself with those kinds of people. Again, come join us at weight loss and wellness mastery, our Facebook Facebook group, You know, there, there's lots of ways, um, you know, to, to find those communities of people that are like-minded and and going in the same direction as you. Number six is create a positive mental picture. She says the mind's power can be harnessed to visualize the result you would like to achieve. Physical trainer and life coach, Sandy Berger says the mind thinks in pictures and our words describe those pictures, change those incantations and you change your mind's picture then follow up with creating an actual vision board of how you would like to look and feel and look at your vision board daily. Okay. And, and I like this idea um, if it's done in the right way. So again, you can't just put a bunch of pictures of super skinny supermodels on a board and, and make yourself believe that that's you. But can you find a picture of yourself when you were at, at a weight that you, you want to be at? Can you, I mean, look back through old photo albums, go to your mom's place, go to your grandma's place if you have to, um, and try and find pictures of you before. And if you can't, if weight has always been an issue for you and you've never been happy with your weight, then what I would, then what I would suggest is that you, you create a board filled with all the, the feelings that you're going to have when you lose the weight, right? So this could be, you know, or things that you may do. So if you want to, you're going to lose weight and it's going to help you be healthier. Your joints aren't going to hurt as much, and you're going to be able to run and play with your kids and, um, go cliff jumping. (laughs) If that's what you want to do. I just did that. That's why it was on my mind, but you know, find pictures of, of someone doing those things and then, and then fill your board with, I can't wait, you know, till I'm able to have, be pain-free and go, you know, water skiing or go, cliff jumping. Again, these are on my mind, you see, <laughs> or whatever your thing is. I, I can't wait till I feel good enough to do that. And that's because again, I don't believe in lying to yourself for any cause. I think we need to, we need to be, make it truthful, but yet positive. Does that make sense? I, I don't know. I hope I know what I'm trying to say and I know what I, I can see it in my head, but anyway, so Those are some things that I thought was really brilliant to help you to take control of the thoughts that you think. Um, the other thing is a gratitude journal. Oh man, I can't stress this enough. This is so, 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 so important. I've done gratitude journals for so many years and, um, it's, it's just amazing. When you start to be grateful for three to five things every day, it's really hard to stay in a bad mood. It's really hard to feel worthless. It's really hard to feel like you can't succeed. Um, so, so start doing that. Start paying attention. Gratitude is your best friend. I promise you gratitude is your best friend and, and, and be content, right? Celebrate those things. Be content with where you are, knowing that you don't have to stay here, but you're, but you're content here for the moment. And, you know, and just, I just believe in you so much. I know that if you, if you do these things now, you can listen to this podcast, over and over again and never implement any of these things. And you're not going to see any success. You're not. But if you listen to this and you start to, to take one, two, three little tips that I give you and implement them, you will see a change. I promise you there's no doubt in my mind. So again, if you want to come over and join us at weight loss and wellness mastery, um, the Facebook group, or you can grab a free report at weight loss and wellness And stay tuned because in the very, very near future, I've got something exciting that I want to share with you. Uh, But just because I've been on holidays and hadn't had internet and all this stuff, I I haven't got it quite ready to go yet, but I'm, I'm counting, I'm aiming for like this next week or a week and a half. And, um, and it'll be really cool. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you again very soon. In the meantime, have an awesome, awesome rest of your week. Take care and God bless.